Hey, this is Kat Kahn from Knoxville, Tennessee. And Tanya Rice from Minneapolis, Minnesota. We are grateful you've joined us. And we cannot wait to share with you the musings of a couple of yogis. We hope you learn, laugh, and enjoy. And we hope you will share with us any of your comments or questions. Without further ado, this is Two Pittas on a Pod. Well, hey there, Tanya. How's it going, Kat? Going great. I'm so excited that we're talking about the solar plexus chakra today. Chakra number three. Uh I think this is one that is probably the most unbalanced whenever I look at imbalances with myself. But this is one I like to just shove under the sand. I, I don't play with this one very much. And yet, ironically, I feel like you do. Because you're a strong-willed person, you are energetic, you've got this bubbly personality, you're an entrepreneur, you're a go-getter, all that stuff comes right out of here. Yeah, well. We, I think you and I, we just don't give it enough credit. We, that's probably a better term. I just kind of go, yeah, solar practice, let's move on. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of a little bit like, you know, the inability to accept compliments. You know, we're like, yeah. Uh, yeah, that was, yeah. I appreciate that, but I'm not quite sure I agree with you. (laughs) So, Well, this chakra is associated with identity and self-esteem. It's known as the power center, and this is the area of assertiveness, intuition, and inner drive. The solar plexus chakra controls digestion and the metabolic systems, processing energy and giving us the spark we need to overcome inertia and apathy. It allows us to assert our personal power, follow our gut instincts, and make decisions. So the color for the the solar plexus, the color for the solar plexus chakra is golden yellow. The element is fire, which makes perfect sense since the location is in the abdomen. The associated body parts are the stomach, the liver, the gallbladder, the spleen, and the adrenal glands. Gemstones and crystals, some of them that are associated with this chakra are citrine, jasper, and topaz. Flower essences are chamomile, goldenrod, and pink yarrow. Essential oils um, associated with the solar plexus chakra are black pepper, ginger, and peppermint. The basic issues are ego, self-esteem, vitality, forcefulness, perception, insight, will, and discipline. An unbalanced solar plexus chakra may manifest itself in low self-esteem, little or no vitality, hypersensitivity to criticism, or just being overly critical of others. So it doesn't have to be about you. Signs of an unbalanced third chakra, the emotional mental signs are anger, fear of rejection, poor self-image, indecisiveness, powerlessness, compulsiveness, apathy, resentment, and greed. The way it may manifest in physical issues are digestive problems, food allergies, diabetes, ulcers, liver problems, jaundice, hepatitis, gallstones, adrenal imbalances, arthritis, and that is so much. And so it kind of makes you go, oh, heck no, I am not going to let that chakra be out of balance. (laughs) The common addictions associated with this chakra are sugar, caffeine, food, and compulsive cleaning. And I have to tell you, my sister is a compulsive cleaner. That is where her joy comes from. So every time I talk solar plexus chakra and I mention that addiction, she kind of slinks down 
down and kind of tries to move out of the room before I go, so Lauren, hey. But when the solar plexus chakra is balanced, we are energetic and confident. We're in touch with our personal power, able to follow through on ideas and see tasks through to completion. The solar plexus shines brightly, allowing us to, to feel cheerful, vital, strong, and alive. Now, I mentioned the other day when we were talking about the other chakra, some of the beneficial activities. And you remember with the sacral chakra, gentle yoga was beneficial. With the solar plexus chakra, power yoga is beneficial. Aerobics, swimming, power walking, hiking. And so I thought that's, you know, it's, it is very different. Um, and, but it makes a lot of sense. You got the fire element there that's going crazy. Um, and I did have a meditation that I associated with this one also. And this is a meditation that um, will help you to balance and engage the solar plexus. Just sit comfortably and inhale and exhale easily, not trying to force your breath any particular way. And picture yourself breathing in light and exhaling darkness. Picture yourself breathing in yellow light and breathing it right into below your rib cage and exhaling darkness. And you can continue that for one to three minutes. And that's just a nice little easy meditation for the solar plexus chakra. I love that. For the solar plexus and activation in my meditation practice, I use breath of fire which is very activating for the third chakra. And anybody who doesn't know what breath of fire is, that's again, you know, that really strong abdominal snapping of the inhale and exhale so that we're creating that sort of energized core. But I do want to reference where you brought up the energy and the power yoga of the third chakra versus the calm and yin of the second chakra. And that's not really by accident. So in the chakras, what sometimes is not mentioned when people are studying the chakras, but it is actually every other chakra that's yin versus yang. The odd chakras are yang. The even chakras are yin. So the sacral along with the heart and the third eye are all yin chakras, while the root the third chakra, the throat chakra, and the crown of the head are all yang chakras. So that's kind of a perfect, you know, reasoning for why that works so well for those two. With that, just to go back to the language that you brought up of that personal power, right? The third chakra is the place where the ego really does exist. So we talked about how it starts to develop the seed in the second chakra, but it really does reside in the, in the third chakra. This is where we have our identity, and this is what then moves us to our chosen identity. This is who I am. These are my personality traits. These are my characteristics. This is how I'm going to live my life. This is where we have all of our idealism, right? Mm -hmm. This chakra also, like you suggested, though, houses our fear of rejection and our criticism. This is like where if we ever get embarrassed 
this like leaves a bruise, a tarnish on the ego center. Mm -hmm. And it's like these blemishes that have been knocked. So if your ego was a bit like a golf ball, all those tiny little indentations are all those criticisms that we've ever taken in our lifetime. And it turns us into that hardened surface that we are. And sometimes if we're not careful, too hard, right? We have to be able to keep that balance. Uh, this is also, as you suggest, where our addictions breed from, but most importantly, where that approval addiction breeds from, because there is that need not to be rejected, but also therefore, so then it becomes this addiction of always wanting people's approval. It's the center of our fear of disappointing others, but also our fear of just not meeting our own responsibilities. I'm not going to measure up. I'm not going to be able to do that. I'm unable, I'm, you know, incapable, or I'm not worthy. And you know, like, there's a whole litany of things we tell ourselves when this chakra is not in balance. You know, you did that first book club with me, The Gifts of Imperfection. And Brene Brown talks about shame all the time. Shame lives right here in the solar plexus chakra. Yeah. So anyone that wants to read a little bit more about that, they may want to check that book out. Yeah, for sure. And then all of our issues with our physical appearance stemming from the third chakra, like like you suggested, obesity, baldness, aging, all of those components are sort of heightened in the third chakra. Anytime we feel like we're not measuring up, this is also in addition to where eating disorders are out of the second chakra, they're exaggerated in the third chakra because this is where food gets digested. This is where all of that stuff is happening. So where the emotions of it come out of the second chakra, the actual physical activity comes out of the third chakra for those eating disorders. And it's also a place where we bury our secrets. So this is where we fear being found out. So this is where that stomach gives you that little pain when you've just done something wrong and you're like, oh, oh, right? Like you get that little pain in your gut. That's that gut feeling that's stemming out of the third chakra. Anytime we know that we've maybe crossed a line or we know or we fear being found out. But also on the flip, the strength of this chakra is equally as beautiful as some of the things that we've listed on the sort of, we'll say, negative side, even though we don't love using that term. But really, like you suggest, this is not only where our self-esteem comes, but this is where our self-respect comes from, and then therefore our respect for others, right? It's that two-way street. And this is also where our self-discipline comes from. This is where we have our drive for life, where we meet our goals, where we have the capability to stick to it without giving up. This is where our ambition and our personal power are strengthened. This is where the place where we feel capable of being able to move and achieve and know that we can do it. Right. Without that voice saying, no, you can't, no, you can't, no, you can't. This is the ability to take action, make change and handle crisis. When shit comes up, the third chakra either kicks in or it doesn't. Right. Yeah. So mm -hmm. this is also where risk taking is its strongest, knowing we will be able to handle it, that we will be able to complete the task, that we will be able to manage it no matter what comes up. This is strong in successful entrepreneurs. 
This is the chakra that's the go-to for that fire that's building up whatever it is they're working on. This is also where work addicts come in or overworking. This is not the same as somebody who's working overtime and they're dead tired, but this is a person who just won't stop working. Like you hear people say, well, I'm not going to stop working until I'm dead. Okay, <laughs> well, that's not healthy because at some point you want retirement, you want enjoyment, you want, you know, fulfillment, right? So that could be a sign of an overactive third chakra. But this is also where strength of character comes to play, right? This is that ability to be steadfast in your beliefs as opposed to that wishy-washy sort of mentality. This is where, nope, this is what I believe. I will self-advocate. This is my truth. I live in it. Here we go, right? Sort of action out of that third chakra. In addition, in its coolest way, this is also the center of our generosity. And that stems out of that respect and self-respect. If we feel good about who we are and we feel whole and strong, we are not going to be afraid to give away pieces of ourselves or things that we have or money that we have because we feel strong enough in who we are that generosity comes out of it very easily. It's when we don't feel like we're enough that we're like, oh, I'm not sure I can give that away, <laughs> right? Like, oh, if they take that, then I'll be even less, right? So it's not helpful. But we also are in this place most critical of ourselves. And you and I know this one all too well. Mm -hmm. Being self-criticizers comes out of this place. And we also know that out of that self-criticism also kind of slows the cogs of this chakra because it doesn't allow for the wheels to move efficiently. The minute we throw doubt in, the minute we use negative self-talk, we just like throw a bunch of rocks into the cogs and it doesn't roll around smoothly. But the beauty of it, both mentally and physically, is that this is our confidence. This chakra is what helps us find the base plate of our relationships, our spirituality. It's also that place where we breed our faith in ourselves, but our faith in whatever it is we choose to believe in and in the world itself. Mm -hmm. This is where we have that sort of big picture idea of who and what we are. Right. Well, and you know, there's some questions you can ask yourself too, if you're wondering, well, how do I know? I mean, most of the descriptions, you know, you can pretty much pinpoint, but you can ask yourself, am I being authentic to my daily needs? How have I dimmed my light so that others may be more comfortable? That's a big one. What about myself makes me proud? You know? Do I take responsibility for my choices? Can I stand up for what I believe in? Do I enjoy evolving? What makes me happy? You know, asking yourself questions like that. Lovely. Even physical, on, on the physical, do I have a sensitive stomach? Yeah. How's my digestion in general? Mm -hmm. yep. Yeah. What's my go-to when I'm stressed? Yeah. Well, and, you know, so uh, you mentioned the overweight, you know, what's your metabolism doing? Right. Has it stalled? You know? Yeah, absolutely. Speaking of overweight, some of the foods, though, to nourish, and they're healthy, some of the foods to nourish this chakra are pineapple, of course they're yellow, pineapple and corn and squash, beans, peppers, bananas, brown rice, and oats and millet. Also some warming spices like turmeric and ginger. And you might want to also consider adding ample amounts of sunflower seeds and chamomile tea throughout the day. I love that. You know, some affirmations that you may want to use for this chakra 
are affirmations like I am enough. And you can even just sit and focus on pick, pick one that resonates with you and just sit and be still and quiet and focus on this. Or even when you're doing a hot yoga class or going on a power walk, have this mantra of moving through your mind. I am enough. I do enough. Maybe I stand in my power. I'm proud of myself. I cultivate skills that I'm proud of. I express my identity without imposing my will on others. I'm proud to be me. I live with integrity. There's so many things that you can look for and see what resonates with you and go, oh yeah, I love being my unique self. I shine my light clearly. You know, find something that feels like you. I can, you know, if I ran around saying I shine my light clearly, that doesn't feel authentic to me. That doesn't feel like something I would say, but I love being my unique self does resonates with you. I am capable. I am strong. I am willing. There's, Mm -hmm. yeah, there is a lot that we can do. Quite literally, visualize the characteristics that you have in your personality. And if any of them are like sort of negative characteristics, like anxiety or fear, then flip the word around into its positive form and create the mantra out of that. So if fear is your go-to, then a great mantra is I am fearless, right? Mm -hmm. And it's just finding the positive way to root the opposite of the negative feelings that you feel like you could be manifesting right now in order to change the language that's going on in your brain. That is a great tip. Yep. In fact, another one for the chakra would be, I am fierce. That would be a great one too. Yeah, I'm fierce. Mm-hmm. I'm fiery. <laughs> but be careful with that one. Strength and courage in the third chakra is really a powerful tool. If you really think about any sort of change you want to make or any sort of change you've ever been through already required the power and strength of the third chakra. Mm-hmm. You think about going through the times you went through when you were divorcing and moving, that all took power out of the third chakra in order to have courage to do all of that, right? So we have all tapped into the third chakra at one point in time in our life. And so for those of us who think, gosh, I am not sure if it's really my strongest chakra, we know full well it is we have had to be courageous in our day there have been times even as mom where we have had to light our fire so that we could help grow our children and light their fires well and i would say that because we maybe don't focus on this chakra as much maybe that's where our power base does reside for a lot of people Mm -hmm. We just don't give it enough credit. I can't probably say that enough. Mm-hmm. With that is, I think part of the language that we've heard and those of us who are really trying to work on ourselves from like you think a yogic or spadhyaya self-study kind of way mm-hmm. is that in that is that we're starting to look at how strong those chakras are and where they're little cracks of weaknesses are. And we who are sort of hyper vigilant are seeing those cracks like they're, you know, huge, you know, earthquake craters, but they're not, they are just cracks. And, you know, we just need to bring it all back together again. And it is a strong ball of fire. So that's the third chakra folks. But so if any of you have any questions about the third chakra, you can always drop us a message on our Facebook and just let us know, and we would love to tell you more about it. Perfect. I'm Kat Khan. And I'm Tanya Rice. And this is Two Pittas, 
on a pod signing off. Thank you for listening to Two Pittas on a Pod. We're grateful you joined us. Join us again for more musings of a couple of yogis. We hope you learned, laughed, and enjoyed this podcast, and we hope you will share your comments or questions. Email us at twopittasonapod at gmail.com. And like us on Facebook and Instagram at Two Pittas on a Pod.